Oh man, not again. Yeah, I learned a game from William Wesley. You can never check me. Back to back for the niggas that didn't get the message. Back to back like I'm on the cover of Lethal Weapon. Back to back like I'm Jordan 96, 97. Whoa, very important and very pretentious. When I look back, I might be mad that I gave this attention. Yeah, but it's Yo, what's going on? We're back. back we are back. Two days in a row. <sighs> Giving the fans what they want, more of us. <laughs> That's right. I'm Mike, and I'm joined as always. I'm Tyler. And we are back. Episode 18. Uh, all right. Uh, What's going on, man? What do you want to get into? <laughs> well, uh, last podcast, we figured someone would mention something about the Kaepernick and Nike uh you know, ad. So they did terrible. People definitely did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got any thoughts about the <clears throat> first day of backlash? I mean, I, I saw in the news like a few hours ago uh, that people are um, like burning Nike shoes. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff, and that's just insanity to me. Yeah, it is insanity. I uh, can't, I can't fathom how you get into the mindset that because you don't agree with the commercial athlete, you have to like rebel against the brand. Yeah, it's kind of wild. It's really wild, but you know that's the world we live in today. Yeah, definitely. Um, I got nothing else on that really. Uh, yeah, it's going kind of like we predicted. So, yeah. Um, you know Durant is going back and forth with people on uh Instagram again, right? I mean, yeah, the sky's still blue, so <laughs> Durant is fighting with people on Twitter or whatever. <laughs> Uh, so this dude, I guess he DM'd him and said, oh no, I'm sorry. He tweeted him. Say Kevin Durant, uh, KD, how you sleep at nights knowing you ruin the league and your three rings mean nothing must be tough. Uh, Three rings? <laughs> the, the math is a little off there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> then um, Katie said, nah, I sleep really well at nights. Uh, don't lie, bruh. You joined Steph Curry, the guy who beat you in the Western Conference Finals. Weak move. I know I still get good sleep. I respect your honesty. KD answers, you still mad? <laughs> the dude says, win a ring by your own. You still a top two in the league. I'm not mad. Uh, Durant says, stop hating, LOL. It had nothing to do with you. And then the dude replies, be honest. Do you regret that move? 
And then uh, I guess Katie didn't have anything else to say after that. Why did, Why does KD answer people? I, again, another situation where I don't understand how he gets into the mindset that he needs to talk to these people. Yeah, it's, like he it's really, confusing. It, it doesn't make sense to me. He knows people are going to have issues. He knew that when he made the move, I'm sure. And he just looks dumber and dumber constantly replying to these, like, random people. Yeah. For what, and dude? You're one of the, you're probably the best basketball player in the world right now. Right. I mean, you know, LeBron's three, no better. LeBron's better, but you've beaten him twice, so. Right. He's in a perfect, like, his, when he made this piece of shit move. Mm-hmm. This is what had to play out for for it not to be a bad move, right? And he's going for his third. You know, he's going for a three peat now. So I can't, I can't say he made the wrong choice, right? Yeah, um, yeah. He shouldn't have any regrets. I mean, yeah, I mean he's right. The yeah, dude yeah. really is just hating. So yeah, um, people are gonna hate. I hate. I hate him, so <laughs> you know I completely right. understand why somebody else might have an issue. Right, right. Um, let's see what else we got today as far as sports go. Uh, it all pulled it out last night. Yeah, man, Made it shocked it. you. Yeah, it shocked. It shocked me. I mean, I knew it was possible, but I didn't think it was likely last night. Uh, so he made the semifinals. He will face Del Potro. And uh, who's on the other side? Nishikori, and then the winner of Djokovic and Milman. Uh, so yeah, shaping up. Shaping up to be a uh, Djokovic Nadal. Uh, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be they, interesting. Some of these got, other guys could step up, though. Yeah, they got two. They got tough opponents. Two tough opponents. Um. Yeah, man. I don't, <laughs> it. It's I mean, a it's slow hard. Day. It's, yeah, uh, obviously, yeah, day because it's been one day. Yeah, um, it's not that much to talk about. Yeah, uh, I do want to address the Odell thing real quick. So it. Uh, Odell said he's done talking trash because he learned his lesson. Right. So, right. uh, which is cool, right? But how important is trash talk to you for, you know, athlete, someone like Odell? I mean, it, it is important, but you have to know when you're going over the line. Right. And you have to be able to control it. I mean, I've, I've heard harsh shit. In, in college, I mean, guys, guys would say harsh shit, but, you know, th- these guys also could control themselves, you know, in terms of how they would play. And ultimately, if you're playing well, it doesn't really matter what you say. Right. You could be out there and the microphone could be catching you, you know, using all types of swear words. But if you're average, you know, in the NFL, let's say he's a receiver 
So he's averaging like 150 yards and two TDs a game. Mm-hmm. People are going to suck it up. Right. So that is what, that's what it comes down to. Like, you either got to control yourself or you got to go out there and despite of all the emotional stuff going on, you got to be able to do work. Right. Okay. I think he's been a little sensitive talking about he's learning a lesson and they're, you know, they're keeping, you know, they're out to get him. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't think there's as much to that as he makes it seem. And then now he's, you know, hyping up Jalen Ramsey saying he's the best in the league. If he's not 1A, he's 1B at the uh, cornerback position, he said. Right. So I guess, I mean... He probably still will talk trash. He's probably just telling people he's not. Publicly, he won't talk trash. But he'll probably still do it on the field this season. Um, <laughs> are you curious in the Leangelo Ball uh, documentary about not getting drafted? No? I'm sorry. There's a documentary of him not getting drafted? <laughs> yeah, they did a small version of it on the show, but they're going to make a a larger thing about him not getting drafted the experience uh, I, I'm not gonna lie that that's just like hearing you say it it kind of captures my interest just to see what he went through mm-hmm. but at the same time like they're really milking all the profit they can out of him <laughs> yeah you know Right. Um, he said that after the draft, it, he said, it sucks I didn't get drafted tonight. I guess it was the way I played, I guess, or the expletive I did off the court. At this point, I'm just, I'm good. So. He's good. <laughs> What is he? What is he good at? Like, what is he good about? <laughs> I mean, guess dude, he's saying his, he doesn't care about playing anymore. Damn, his dad really fucked his dreams up. He'll be in. He'll well, be no, in I'm one sorry. Of his dad's leagues. I'm sorry. His dad like finished the job in terms of fucking it up. But <laughs> let's be real. What are you doing in China stealing shit? Right. When your brother makes millions of dollars a year. Yeah, there's there's no need, bruh. He couldn't just call his brother and say, hey, man, you know, my birthday's coming up. <laughs> Give me these sunglasses. Right. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I mean, he would have been, I thought he would have been a scrub even if he stayed at UCLA. Right. And that would have been a whole different, you know, thing with LeVar probably shitting on the coach or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes I'm curious about how uh, calculated they are. Because, like, I realize they do so much behind the scenes, like with the Lonzo injury thing and stuff. I wonder, like, how much they actually do, like, calculate of their, you know. Like, (laughs) I'd be getting conspiracy theories, like, you know, what if he knew he was trash, knew he wasn't going to play, so... He screwed up his old college career by getting in trouble on purpose. I don't know. That's, that and then, seems... <laughs> nah, I'm not. I don't think that. But I'm saying, 
as an example, I think sometimes I wonder how much, you know, they're really manipulating the narrative, I should say. Well, I, I don't know. I don't think LeVar well, is that they were they were manipulating up until LiAngelo's time came around. Yeah, well, what do you think about when LaMelo gets of age? Dude, I don't know. I mean, it, it just... It's a very odd process that they're going through. Right. A lot of strange choices are being made. There's already... I already saw stuff online about players who played in that JBA. Yeah. Uh, talking about how they regretted it. They wish they'd gone the regular, like, college route. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just sad. Yeah, it is. It's sad because LaMelo was on the right track. <laughs> yeah, he was. I mean, he had a deal waiting for him. Regardless. Right, so. Um, oh, I want to see if Lonzo could survive more than like five years in the NBA. I want to see what he does after his rookie contract is up. Yeah. Then, you know, we'll see what kind of deal he gets or where he gets sent. Whatever. Whatever happens. I'm, ti- I'm tired of his family, honestly. <laughs> That's tired of all one... three of them? All four of them? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm tired you of know. Lonzo being a bum on the court I'm yeah. tired of Leangelo being a bigger bum on wherever he's playing Right. I'm tired of LaMelo getting these crazy stats in the JBA games taking like 50-60 shots a night and dog and garbage teams but every time he plays someone that's kind of good he gets dog <laughs> right and I'm tired of LaVar Always talking about how they're, like, the best. Shout out to Keenan Thompson from Saturday Night Live. (laughs) Him playing LeVar is hilarious. Perfect. (laughs) He does a great job. But, yeah, man, I'm with you. I'm done with them. I'm sick of them. That's going to be the one thing that pisses me off about the Lakers this year. Is, Uh like, LeVar trying to jump in and, and say something crazy to get LeBron, you know, set off. Yeah, and the other thing that pisses me off is that I, I really hope that nothing they do uh, goes into, like, Lonzo's resume. You know what I mean? This year? Because like, mm-hmm. what, whatever they do this year will have nothing to do with Lonzo. Even if Lonzo averages a triple-double, their wins will have nothing to do with him. Really? If he's averaging a triple-double? Yes, the, the wins will still not have anything to do because he'd only be averaging a triple-double because LeBron is there. I because LeBron's you. allowing it. You know, if LeBron wanted to, he would average a triple-double every night if he wanted but, to. But to me, like, I, I wouldn't just say that. I want to actually see what it looks like when they start playing. Because I'm not going to watch I'm – not, I'm not going to watch the whole season and then, you know, for, just from the games that I see, Lonzo, you know, contributes to LeBron going off or Lonzo goes off here. And if he's a serious contributor – I'm not going to shit on him, or I'm not going to discredit that. Oh, no, I wouldn't discredit it. But I don't want people to be like, you know what, man? Lonzo is the key. You know, they just needed a piece to help Lonzo work. Like, no, that's it's not it's not going to be it. Like, All right. <laughs> it, 
and it, either way, it won't be one piece because they basically got five like starting caliber players in the uh, off season for them. So, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll be talking about it as the league goes, of course. I'm I'm assuming the Lakers will be the most talked about team this year for us. Yeah, probably. Um. Uh, not so breaking news though. Since we talked about Adrian Peterson, uh, what two podcasts ago? Yeah, recently. They said that he will 100% start for Washington in Week One. So, uh, it makes sense. Yeah, well, who was their running back before? I don't know. They have a uh, Chris Thompson, I believe. Oh, okay. But he's like a he's like a receiving running back. Right. They didn't have like a true number one running back on the roster, I don't think. Oh, okay, I got it. Um Yeah, I'm kinda jumping around here. We're not really like in order for the sports. Uh Nick Young and Corey Brewer will work out for the Timberwolves. Current what free a, agents unsigned. What a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get what you need to see in like a workout from them. Like you know what they do already. <laughs> That's what I'm. What does Corey Brewer do in a workout? Just tell me. <laughs> Run full speed up and down the court. That's all he does in the just, game. Just, just, just fast break layups. <laughs> yeah, that's all he's good at. He hits some. Sometimes he gets hot from three. Sometimes. Like, but I I imagine the way like. How broken his jump shot looks. Yeah. Well, was that really a good thing to just like put him through a workout? Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what you see in a workout with either one of them. You know what Swaggy P does too. All right, Swaggy P's gonna come in there, look smooth, get a couple threes, yeah. do some dumb shit like. He'll play one or two possessions of good D. That's it. Yeah, definitely. Don't don't make him play any longer than that though. <laughs> Yeah, don't push your luck. <laughs> <laughs> we all have limits. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about Jr. turning himself in for criminal mischief? Whoa, I didn't hear about this. <laughs> yeah, Jr. Uh, I don't even know what he did. He he, oh, he threw a fan's phone into a construction site. <laughs> It's uh, another day in the life of Jr. Man, yeah. Um, Did you see the meme of him uh, with the Kaepernick thing? No. <laughs> and it says, "It says like, uh, like I swear I thought we were up one." <laughs> <laughs> but he's in like the black and white and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And there's like the Hennessy label at the top of the picture. <laughs> That's crazy. Poor JR, man. Yeah, man. They're really they're really coming after him. I, I guess they were in, let's see, a fan, a 20-year-old Pennsylvania man, attempted to snap a photograph of Smith on his phone. The man then contacted police to file a complaint against Smith using another individual's phone. <laughs> his friend said, still can't believe JR Smith launched my boy's phone to Jersey. <laughs> Uh, my boy pulls out his phone, takes a snap, and Jr. comes over and launches it like a hail mary. 
great interview. Uh, <laughs> um, he said, this is nonsense. We aren't responding to nonsense. He was issued a ticket. That's what the um, police... Uh, oh, that's what the attorney, his attorney said. Um, so, yeah. Shout out to JR. Surrendered himself to NYPD. It's it's tough to imagine. Like he he had a pretty good NBA career. He was I mean he was even like great at one point. Where are you saying was had? Or maybe <laughs> maybe, he'll, maybe he'll get back to it. But uh, using all this past tense. <laughs> he's he's gonna be remembered for all the like the dumb shit that he's done. Unfortunately, yeah. You're right. Nobody's gonna. In like five ten years, nobody's gonna remember that he was sixth man and that he actually was, you know, a, a big time NBA player. You don't think anyone's gonna remember he was sixth man? <laughs> I mean, do people remember Mike Miller being sixth man? I didn't. I remember Mike being good. I just didn't know he was sixth man. Well, when he was in Miami, nobody remembered that. I remember. Right. You're right. I was like, dude, they signed or they got Mike Miller. Like, who the fuck? Like, who cares? He was a six man. Right. But anyway, uh, the the thing I like about Jr. Did you you know the um the thing the thing on YouTube where it's uh, Joe LaPuma from Complex? He interviews. What is it? Sneaker. Sneaker uh, shopping. Sneaker shopping. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't th- watch Jr.'s, but. Okay. Well, I I watched it. I remember when he came. It was like a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like, granted, it's tough to tell from an interview, but it seems like he's in a good, good space after what's gone on. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope he does come back and play well, man. That sneaker shopping was after the playoffs. Yeah, it, this was like way after. This was a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. And they talked about the playoffs in there. A little bit. Not too much. You know, he he didn't yeah, he didn't want to offend them or I'm assuming, but Yeah, I got you. I, I can imagine JR came in there was like, yo, don't fucking talk about the finals, all right? Right, yeah. Everybody in there was like, Alright, you got it, man. Yeah, all right. Or I'll throw your phone to Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who talks about the finals is losing their phone today. <laughs> uh uh uh, let's see. Oh, apparently OKC demanded Lonzo and Ingram for Paul George. Did you hear that? Lonzo and Ingram? Yeah, for Paul George. Makes sense. That was the uh that was the price. I think yeah, I think that's a good price for how much he would give to the Lakers. The Alonzo would be an awkward fit on OKC. Yeah. Alonzo's an awkward fit in LA. Alonzo's <laughs> <laughs> just an awkward player, period. Yeah, so. I, but. Yeah, that would be awkward, but. I don't know why they wouldn't do it now if OKC was still down with it. Mm hmm. I'd do it. Rondo, LeBron, PG. You know. I'd be okay with not having Ingram now. And then, um, you know, and Lonzo, either way. But um, that's not that serious. Just something that didn't happen as usual. I'll tell uh, you something else in news. Uh, what? WNBA. Yes, I watched Mi- it last Mystics. night. Mystics. Mystics. Going to the finals. 
Yeah. I thought it was over because uh, Deladon got hurt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something happened with her knee, I remember. And the I, I kind of... Yeah, I was a little nervous. I was like, fuck, man. If she misses like two games, it's over. Yeah. Uh, luckily, she came back pretty quick. And uh, Angel McCautry was out for the whole playoffs. was good, too, for you guys. Mm-hmm. Cause, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm working on maybe going to a, a game. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't guarantee that, but it's in the process, in the works. That would be exciting. Though. Did you see any of the Seattle game? I didn't. Oh, Sue Bird went crazy in the fourth quarter. 14 in the fourth quarter. Wow. Are they going to game five? That was game five. Oh, that was game five. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, fourth quarter she came through. It was like they were down by 11 at one point. And, and she, I mean, went crazy at the end. Took Wait, so who off. was Phoenix playing? They were playing Seattle. Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. So they, right. uh, Seattle knocked them off. Seattle was the number one seed, so it'll be Seattle and Washington. I saw Tarasi was cooking that one game. Yeah, she did have a good. She had a good game last game too. Chris <clears throat> Stewart had twenty eight, and Sue did what she did in the fourth. It's, yeah, it's fun to watch. WNBA sometimes, man. Sometimes. When it's good I'll players. Tell you a, yeah, a funny story, man. I, uh, so you know how there's been controversy about the whole, like, WNBA players getting no respect? Yeah. I woke up this morning and I was, like, just surfing my phone, just woken up, and I saw, uh, a, a news story of Draymond saying, like, oh, I wish these WNBA players would shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and me, you know, I was like I said, I still hadn't really woken up. Yeah, I just I just assumed I believed it for like twenty minutes. <laughs> so, so for tw- I was walking around in the morning getting breakfast. Like, man, I got I was about to hit you up. Like, man, Draymond's wild. <laughs> Draymond, I mean, I immediately believed he would do something like that. Yeah. He so probably would he probably fake? wouldn't. No, it, it was, was yeah, I, I came back uh I came back to Instagram like maybe an hour later and uh yeah, it was some like fake news oh. pay, page. I was about to say, let Brittany Griner catch him in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I was like, dude, what a what a crazy day coming up. <laughs> I know a lot of people have misconceptions about the WNBA man, but I mean, they're real players, man. If you, I mean, we know, but for those who do not watch, it can be exciting if you know what you're watching. You know, you're not gonna see dunk a lot of dunks and a lot of you know. But they're also they're also getting better and better. They are, yeah. They're like you could see the difference over the like. It takes a few years to obviously make a noticeable change, but the players are just individually getting a lot better. Yeah, and, and they have the perfect amount of teams. So that, like, all the teams are kind of stacked in a way, you know? Like, I mean, there's some teams that are not good right this second. But because they only have, like, I don't know how many they have now, 16 teams maybe? Probably not even that much. But because they only have that many teams, like, the drafts come in and these girls from overseas come in, and now, like, they don't have a lot of bad players. You know what I mean? NBA has so many teams just, like, four guys on every team that just really isn't very competitive but now 
every, almost all the girls on the team is getting to the point where it's really competitive top to bottom on the rosters. Um, so, yeah, man, it is getting better. It's getting better and better. Um, uh, yeah, uh, this is a sad day for me, man. And did you watch Get Up this morning? No, I didn't. Oh, man. Patino has announced Right, that right, right, right. He's, he might be done coaching, man. I saw. He, no, 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 no. It wasn't a might. <laughs> He's done coaching? It was a definitive, I will not coach again. <laughs> it, they said Patino reached out to NBA teams, but now isn't considering coaching. So, I mean. I'm glad he's done. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I don't know if he's done, man. He says that, but a lot of people say that. That's true. No, I wouldn't be surprised if he came back, but I'm just glad at least for now he's done. Okay. Why do you say that? Not, I'm not a fan. Why aren't you a fan? I mean, I thought I thought they caught him. They caught you, him. You wouldn't want uh, strippers at your recruiting? <laughs> no, no, no. That's not the perspective <laughs> I'm approaching it from. I'm just playing. Go ahead. No, I mean, I just thought, yeah, that's illegal. You know, you're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got caught. Whether he wants to deny, I know he's still fighting, so it's nothing is set in stone. Mm-hmm. Whether he had knowledge of it or whatever, but I mean, it's like the Brady thing. Like, dude, you're you're in, you're on top. You're in this like. You're the head of what's going on. There's no way you don't know a crucial detail of what's going on. Right. Well, Come on, let me man. ask you. I refuse to. Go ahead. Do you do you think that the championship should have been vacated? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think it should have. Now it's like, it hurts to to see the players lose it. Right. Um, and it's tough because, I mean, you can blame them, but it's not really their fault. The players? Yeah. Right. But still, man, like, they took advantage of, they broke the rules, so I completely agree with the fact that he's getting punished. Yeah, I, I, I think, I get the school's getting punished, I think he should be punished, you know. But I really think it's messed up taking the championship from, you know, guys who earned it. They beat, you know, they were the better team regardless of how, you know, how it happened. They, I, I don't know, man. I think me being, if I was on the team, I would really, really be upset oh, that something sure. happened because of something I couldn't control. But you, know? you got to think about it. Going into it, going into that situation of like, you know, doing whatever they did with strippers and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, somebody had to be sitting there like, man, you know, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Like, how come the other schools aren't doing this? <laughs> and maybe, hey, maybe the other schools are doing this. We just don't know about it. Right. That's one but I feel like, big, uh, that's a good point. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, man, I, like I said, they got caught for cheating. Here and there it is. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah, man. I, Patino's one of my favorite coaches. 
if not my favorite coach of all times. And I don't want him to go again because I don't want anything else to pile on his already, uh, you know, on his legacy. You know, he was a great coach, had some great teams, good career, you know. And if he stops now, you know, he stops now. But at the same time, I also wish he would end on a positive. Hate to see people end on a negative in any aspect of life. But um, if that's how it is, that's how it is, man. It is what it is. I'm glad he's defending himself. If he believes that, like, he didn't, you know, he didn't do it. Yeah. That that's kind of why he's fighting. So if if he can prove it, then at least his reputation gets restored. Right. Um. And lastly, before we get into our uh, main topic of the day, um. Oh, for the baseball fans out there, if you're a baseball fan, you should already know this, but uh, Ryan Howard has officially retired after 13 seasons. Um, I'm not a Ryan Howard fan, but, you know, he's a great player. Um, Three-time All-Star, you know, Hall of Famer probably, Rookie of the Year, uh, led the National League in home runs twice. You know, great player. So, for his fans, um, you know, it's over. Shout out to Ryan Howard and the Phillies. But, uh, yeah, man. You said 13 years? Yeah. Yeah. Did he start out in the majors? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. He got... I mean, I don't know. He got rookie of the year. So, that doesn't mean he started out there, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, I've never heard of him. I've seen a lot of his jerseys around. I've watched him a couple of times. But, you know. I'm I'm a Yankees fan, so that's really all I pay attention to to be honest. Don't judge me for that, uh, listeners. Um Alright, you got anything else as far as news go? No, that's all I got. Alright, so today we're gonna talk about uh versatility in Mainly in basketball, but you know, athletes in general, we can, I think we can relate it to athletes overall. But, um, what what do you define to be uh, versatility in in sports and in basketball, whatever, however you want to? To me, I, I mean, I took I took basketball, uh-huh. uh huh, and I just kind of look at how many. How many things can you ask of a player and he could go out there and, like, do that? Okay. And obviously when when a player is versatile, usually they're not dominant in all those categories. Okay. But to me, versatile guys are guys who could do a lot of different things on the court. Okay. So that's that's kind of how I, uh, you know, based my list. All right. Um, How did you look at it? Uh, yeah, I, I look at it the same way. You know, I, I think because the game now is very uh, positionless, that um, I, I kind of relate how many positions. Well, how positionless are you on the court? You know, because I, I think a lot of guys are really uh, 
locked into one position. And, that, you know, to me that makes them less versatile. I think guys who can fade the line of positions and, uh, you know, blur the lines and be able to do, you know, multiple things at once, you know, in one on one team in a way, I guess. Not on one team, but pretty much what you said. With what can you ask of a player to do and then go out there and do it consistently. And, you know, when I say that on one team, I mean some guy, sometimes in a certain system, a guy can do more than he can do in, like, another system. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you got to relate the versatility to me in the system where they can do, you know, what they do best. So, like, you won't ask someone to do the same thing everywhere. Like, you know, like Westbrook gets all the triple doubles now, but if Westbrook was playing with uh, Harden, they both can't, they can't both get triple doubles every night, you know? So one of them would have to not do as much as they normally do alone. So that's where I kind of put into my, uh, how I think about versatility as well. And that, that kind of okay. seemed confusing, but anyway, uh, you want to get right into the five? You want to do yours first? Yeah, I'll hit mine. Uh, right. I kept mine pretty simple. Uh-huh. Uh, I got I got maybe one or two guys that'll throw you for a loop, but at number five I put uh, Jimmy Butler. Okay. I think we've we've talked about him before because you know he's come up in like trades and stuff, but mm-hmm. I think he's a he's a guy who's been asked to to do a lot of different things, and just how the way his career has progressed has shown his ability to grow. He's become a he's he's always been a great defender, but he's become a better like team defender. He's become a better isolation scorer, better shooter, better rebounder, all that stuff. He's become a better leader too. I mean, yeah. You're so right. yeah, he's a guy who could do pretty much anything. Yeah. <clears throat> At number 4, this probably is my shocker of the list. Uh-huh. Uh, but I put Drew Holiday. <laughs> okay. I know I'm. I know I'm riding a high from his playoff performance. All right. Um, but I thought even during the year, and and even when he played in Philly a while back, because injuries have derailed him a lot. But when he's playing and when he's healthy, he he could play any type of guard that you need. Yeah. He played when Rondo was in the game. He was playing as a scorer. When Rondo was out of the game, he was making plays. You know, he he took the challenge of even guarding Durant at times. Yeah, he guarded Lillard did well. Yep. And I think because he's a big guard, he's like he's a good what six four, six three. Yeah, six four, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So he he can impact the game in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I'll put him at four. Okay. And number three, I got Greek Freak. Good pick. I mean, yeah, he could do it all. At this point, anybody who watches NBA knows he could do everything. He can't shoot the ball well, but he's becoming serviceable at at times. I don't even – you know what? No, I'll, I'll admit that his jump shot still needs a lot of work. <laughs> uh-huh. 
What were you but beside, besides what were you that? Say? I mean, I was just gonna say that he's improving, but oh yeah, put put a lot of like asterisks onto it in terms yeah. of that it's still a long way to go. Yeah. But yeah, man. Besides shooting, besides perimeter scoring, I mean, he could do everything else. Yep. So. Okay. At number two. Another wild card? No, I got Draymond at number two. Okay. Uh, Draymond, his his offense has kind of stumbled the past few years. Mm-hmm. But I think he's still a competent enough player to where, because his defense is so great, and his offense, again, is it's it's almost it's better than serviceable. It's you know. Because of how much of an impact he has on defense, you can live with him not having his best game shooting the ball. Right. Yeah. But at the at the same time, he's capable of hitting open shots. He's he'll make the cut. He'll make the pass. He's a great passer. Mm-hmm. He's a phenomenal rebounder, and like I said, defense. He's all time great. So. All right. And at number one. Uh, I got the goat, Kirk Heinrich. <laughs> no, LeBron, <laughs> LeBron James, obviously. Right. The I, I don't care. I don't care about all the the haters talking about talking about how he doesn't play defense anymore. Like, dude, if LeBron got challenged to play defense, he'd play fucking defense. Right. So there's nothing LeBron cannot do. Yep. I mean, he's even shown he's become a better clutch player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's still not he's not, he's not Kobe, he's not Michael. He'll never he'll never get to that point. No. If he hasn't gotten when, there yet, he's not going to get there. Yeah, but he's shown the the ability to improve the weakest parts of his game. Yeah, he has, definitely. So, besides uh maybe he's still a He's a below-average free-throw shooter, I would say. Right. Maybe maybe he's right around average, but he could improve in that area. But free-throws, I mean, if free-throws are your biggest flaw, you're a pretty good basketball player. <laughs> and plus, majority of the time he's shooting free-throws, he already made the basket. <laughs> it's the, it's the and it one that he's shooting for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's always in like top ten and and ones, top five. He, I I'd be surprised if he didn't go down top three ever in and ones. Him and probably wouldn't, Shaq wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah, him and Shaq will probably be up there in the top two. It's probably it's a lot of the done. a lot of the big guys. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's a good list. So, tell me him one more time. Yeah, Jimmy, Bu- Jimmy Butler at five. Drew at th- Drew at four, Greek Freak at three, uh-huh. uh, Draymond at two, and LeBron at number one. Okay, that's good. I got some. I got some wild cards too. I mean, some out there that you're probably not gonna like. But um, yeah, I'm curious. Hit me. <clears throat> All right. So uh, <laughs> fifth. I know it's early, but uh oh. Jason Tatum is my fifth. Um, mainly because 
the way he steps up and plays like does literally everything he can do on the court I mean like whether it's post up whether it's threes whether it's one-on-one whether it's handles whether it's dunks I mean he I mean he turned from like a you know decent rookie to like a star just by doing more and if you watch the playoffs, you know he did how much he did on the court. Yeah, he's got the the complete package. Yeah, um, he's which, very which very is shocking to me. Complete. I didn't see this coming from him. Yeah, I mean, I I was on record saying you know I I thought he was, I thought he could do everything, but I didn't think he was gonna do everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. I thought I he had you. the tools, but I was shocked that he used all of them really open the toolbox and just let showed all the tools on the floor and everything you know right um so yeah he's my fifth um fourth i gotta go with pg-13 is my fourth and uh, I, I wanted to put him in my list yeah he i mean i mean your list was was understandable though everyone made sense for sure and uh you probably knew i was coming with pg on my list uh, PG is has found a way to truly do whatever he can for the team to win in that uh, you know well I shouldn't say as much as he can because sometimes he just doesn't but he can have one game where he's hits five or six threes next game he has two or three highlight dunks next game he may get nine eight or nine assists but at all through that, he's one of the best defenders on the court all the time. Yeah, I, th- I think he led the league in steals this past year. Yeah, and he led the league in steals. So, I, you know, he, he's just a guy who really – you could put him in any role you need to, and, and he's good. He's good for every role you would need him for. Um, yeah, man, I, he leads his team but also could take a back seat and just be a scorer, you know – go-to guy whatever whatever you need he's a role player and go-to guy whatever whenever it's necessary so um yeah he's my uh fourth pick fifth i didn't want to do this i mean not fifth i'm sorry third i didn't want to do this but uh i gotta go with durant man um i know you didn't want to do that (laughs) yeah uh, and I, I think maybe it's just because the year, you know, on the team now, the Warriors pretty much play positionless basketball anyway. Um, you know, their center sometimes is a six-seven power forward slash small forward is playing center. So uh, Durant, man, just fit right in though. Like he had no problem switching positions and playing two through five whenever he needs to. And you know he's he blocked a lot more shots this year. Yeah, he he picked up the slack in in areas that they were struggling in. Yeah, yeah, I, his defense really impressed me this year as far as his help defense. I gotcha. um, he wasn't afraid to get some fouls this year. He played stronger, more aggressive defensively. And then, um, if you've ever watched basketball, you know what he can do on offense. Whether you know. I don't think I need to talk about his offensive versatility. He got a lot better at posting up this year, I noticed, too. Um, he's getting a little post game 
into his arsenal. He's so getting, he's getting better also at actually taking advantage of his size mismatch. Yeah, he is. Yep, he posts uh, up. Doing a good, he's doing a good job of like maybe he, he doesn't give you the hook all that often, if ever. Right. But he'll give he'll get into that like free throw line territory. Yeah. Where he's just you know he's ninety percent from there. Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, he's my third, and then uh, the top two are the same top two as you, but I, I'll, I'll just say him anyway. Draymond is my number two. Draymond has the size, he has the defensive ability, and his passing makes him so valuable for the Warriors. Um, he's hard to check because of how well he can pass, and if you don't play the pass, he he just come dunk on you. I mean, he, he's gotten a lot better um, offensively, as you know, Mike just said. Uh, but when he's not there offensively, he makes up on defense, and he doesn't hurt you being out there, you know, unless he's getting technicals. So, um, you know what I'll say about Draymond is he allows a lot of those other guys to play even a little bit better than they would. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because he creates easier shots for the like Curry eats off of his assists a lot of the time. Yeah, for sure. Clay too, when he gets into that lane and you know, Clay's waiting in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And then my number one, the GOAT, Luke Ridnour. <laughs> <laughs> now the King King James. I mean it do I really need to even say I mean what I mean, can he's, he do? He's probably the most versatile basketball player ever yeah easily top top two top three whatever he's the most complete basketball player in the history of the game yeah he is he is absolutely i'm not even gonna go into any details did you have honorable mentions no i think pg's a good one uh i like tatum mm-hmm. but yeah it's tough man like a lot of these guys settle into roles and don't really get a chance to see them outside of that right so it's tough to like especially with i wanted to put anthony davis yes he was on my original list but uh just because but it's tough with big men because like they only impact the game so many ways whereas mm -hmm. a perimeter player could do has so much more options yeah and as a big man you have two options and perimeter players you know can have three and they can move down easier easier than big men can move up, you know. Um, yeah, and, and Davis, Davis, he really can do everything. His jump shot has gotten so much better. You know, he his passing was better this year, too. He, um, I mean, don't need to talk about his defense. Great defense, great inside. He's and his athleticism makes him more versatile than most other big men. How fast he is, you know, how agile he is. He's one of the few big men that can catch the ball at half court and go straight to the basket and not, you know, be slowed down. You know, um, yeah. And Anthony Davis is he was definitely one of my honorable mentions. Um, I also had uh kind of like you had for Drew Holiday. I had Bradley Beal as one of my honorable mentions yeah i didn't want to be a wizards you know stan <laughs> i didn't want to put any wizards players in there i was thinking i thought about it 
yeah, you know, we saw with Wall hurt, Bradley stepped in and became such a playmaker, great playmaker. His defense looked very good this year. Um, I mean, he's he's getting there. Uh, his scoring, I mean, is top second tier. I would say maybe not top tier, second tier. Uh, I, I think he's become a lot more complete as a player ever since he. He got better at putting the ball on the on the floor. Yeah, I agree, definitely. Um, and I have a, you know, a real hot take honorable mention. You ready for it? I do. Hit me. Uh, Aaron Gordon is an honorable mention for me. Um, I think Aaron Gordon is a really solid force. You know, but. His size and his strength, he can guard a lot of centers, but also he shot very well this year. And you know, I think one game he had like seven threes or something. That's one game, but his shot overall has gotten a lot better. He's another guy who's very agile. Very, uh, he's getting better off the dribble. He could still work on his off the dribble game, but um, I think he's one of those guys we'll be talking about in a couple years. I think he'll be in possibly in one of our fives, you know, later in the future of uh, versatility. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I'm going to keep my eye out for uh, Aaron Gordon coming up. Yeah. I, think he's on I thought he up. came into his own, like he had a, a bunch of monster games last year. Yeah. But nobody cared because it's the magic. Yeah, and I was hoping he would leave and, you know, get a new home where he can get some get help you know he's really all they got down there terrence ross and uh jonathan simmons is it's not enough (laughs) what is orlando doing what's the what's the plan over there i don't know man is vogel still the coach i want to say he is um i think vogel did a good job in indiana i don't know you know, he had talent there, though. But? Right. Uh, he had three all-stars there. He has zero now. Um, and really, Aaron Gordon is only, you know, a possible all-star to me. Um, I don't know, man. Who, who did they draft? Bamba? I want to say, no. Didn't Dallas draft him? Uh, no, Dallas got Doncic. I think you're right. I think they got Bamba. Yeah, man. I I really don't. What know was he the fifth done. fifth pick? I think so. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I don't. I really don't know what they're doing, man. <laughs> Especially yeah, with that pick, I'm at, I would. I'm at a loss. I think there was guards they could have got that would have helped them. Um. You know, DJ Augustine is not gonna cut it as your starting point guard. As much as I like DJ Augustine. I, I think he he'll cut it as a backup. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But at, on the flip side, I didn't. I don't see. I don't think there was many starting point guards, like permanent starting point guards, in the draft this year. Anyway, but yeah, man, I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I guess uh, we will see. So, um. My next question before we switch over is uh how important do you think versatility is now in the league? 
I think it's huge. Yeah. It, like you said, the 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 game is positionless now. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot faster. So. I think that's the big difference is the speed of the game is increased. It's almost, you know, continuously going up. Right. Uh, to the point where all all these players have to do so many different things to be productive. Yeah. I also think I also think because of the speed, defenses have gotten actually a lot better. I know it's it doesn't seem like that because of these the scores are getting higher. Mm-hmm. But de- defenses have gotten to the point where they are capable of taking away, you know, usually a best player, like a player's, like, strength. Yeah, okay. And and these guys are adapting where they're not one-dimensional, where it's not exclusive. These big men aren't exclusively posting up because they're just going to get doubled or they're going to get fronted with help, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. I mean... The speed, as well as uh, the threes, the amount of threes it takes to win games now. When you got teams like the Warriors and teams like the Nuggets and the Rockets that shoot a lot of threes and have a lot of weapons from the three-point line, you know, um, you got guys like Draymond and guys like uh, Kevin Love who can stretch the floor. You need someone who can guard those kind of guys as well as be inside you know you can't have right someone you know who's a stationary big man try to step out and guard love you know because then you lose your big man inside and um you know same thing with draymond and Jokic, and uh you know i, I think that dallas dallas as well as phoenix kind of started that spread spread the floor kind of um craze you know one with Dirk Dirk was hard to check far from the basket um uh when Phoenix spread the floor and like kind of had Amari playing five and he would do high pick and rolls he got that short mid-range jump shot and you know they had a lot of shooters on the court it kind of opened it up for this new you know uh running gun game with the speed and the threes and you know um obviously if i say phoenix from back then and now the rockets d'antoni is one of the best at it but um yeah man it's tough it's tough to be able to check all those guys now it really is i think it's also something else that's like a factor to me is just the way basketball players are like grow up training now uh, I, f- I feel like guys get taught a lot more different skills yeah you're right you're right. Even even bigger bigger guys aren't you know relegated to just posting up. They're developing a shot early on, a, maybe even some ball handling early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Um. Yeah, man, that, that's all I got for uh, sports. Um, you got anything else as far as the uh, versatility goes? No, that's it. All right, all right. Well, uh, I'm transitioning with a uh, a little song I I wanted to uh, introduce to the world. It's called "She Knows" by Grand Theft.
been the beast in the same way She got that vibration, that energy She knows she got me feeling some type of way So that was uh, She Knows by Grand Theft and Just Chase. Um, I like it. It sounds good. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I guess Grand Theft is just the, you know, um, uh, the producer. And, um, you know, Just Chase was the singer on there. I'm a big fan of Just Chase. Uh, he has a really nice voice. Kind of a party next door kind of vibe. Um but yeah, man. Uh, 
All right, so moving into music, switching gears. Uh, first, <laughs> first and foremost, it is now a uh, projected that Eminem will was will respond to Machine Gun Kelly's. Um, projected, huh? Yeah. Where where are these projections coming from? <laughs> it sound this is. <laughs> According to Complex.com, it sounds like Eminem will indeed respond to Machine Gun Kelly's Rap Devil diss track. Uh, so, I guess there's no way exactly he's... No one says how he's going to respond, but... I'm excited. Apparently, he will respond. I'm happy that he will. He kind of has to. Yeah. Like the the persona he's had over the years, it would be kind of kind of looking soft if you don't respond. Right. Um. Uh, Mr. Porter, uh, is the producer for Eminem and D12 affiliate is uh now on record saying right now he's in there working uh we doing something else right now but trust me we'll get to it i'll tell you this i wouldn't want to be machine gun kelly it's great that you took the opportunity and did that hey kudos to you good for you the one thing that i'm worried about you remember when Thanos threw that whole planet at iron man yeah and that's what he's you know he said that's that's all he said about it. So, um, you know, I hope Machine Gun Kelly straps in, man, gets his <laughs> bulletproof vest on. Cause I hope he had more than one track ready. <laughs> yeah, he may need uh, <laughs> Takashi Six Nine to feature or something. <laughs> <laughs> Takashi, Joe Budden, and. <laughs> MGK and on little, the next Lil Yachty too. <laughs> yeah, and Lil Yachty. Um <laughs> Yeah. And Joe Budden also responded. Quoted quoted saying, Eminem, you are not in control anymore. Uh oh, I'm sorry. M you're no longer in control. So, um I don't know, man. M gotten a lot of a lot of hearts over this album. It's going to be interesting to see. I think Eminem's response is the key here. I got to see what his response is, how good or bad it is, and how people react to it. Okay. Because I think it's going to be a rude awakening if, if he comes out with something and mm-hmm. it's not that good. <laughs> right. It, people are gonna be sitting there looking real stupid, talking about what's what is this, right? You know, I, people were in for a rude awakening when Revival came out. Nobody could believe how that Eminem was capable of something so awful, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. People, these these super fans got to be careful. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm off that because it's all about what happens next. Um, right. Let's see what else we got. Uh, breaking news. 
Ty Dolla Sign just was cuffed and taken away by police following a vehicle search. Um, this is 48 minutes ago now, so it's truly breaking news. Oh, so, so we don't like we don't even really know what what happened. Um, no, it's I guess it's in Atlanta. They did not state the charges yet, but he was handcuffed, put in a cruiser. Uh, taken downtown, so to speak. So I don't know. Guess we'll see what happens. Probably by the time this podcast comes out, we will know. But yeah, we'll talk about it next episode. Yeah. Um. So, what are your expectations of Young Sinatra for? I don't know, man. I'm surprised it's coming so quickly after Bobby Tarantino too. And how long? How long was it? How long has it been? It's been, I don't know, maybe two or three months. Right. Okay. So usually he gives us a good amount of time in between whatever project he's putting out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. And he's he's kind of been on a downward trend. In terms of album quality. Right. Even though I, I liked Bobby Tarantino too, but that's like mixtape territory. Right. Um, but but I am excited because r- rumor has it this is his last album. Yeah. Um, and I know he's going to put a lot of work into it. So I think the issue for him is having a good concept to, to follow. Uh-huh. I thought he made a mistake getting into like the space stuff and then like the uh, mental health like stuff. Yeah. He he kind of goes into these topics that I guess people just don't really want to hear from him. Right. Because I'm mean, like the quality of music has gone down. So. Right. It's tough, but I'm excited, man. I I hope it's good. I'm gonna have a. <laughs> open mind listening to it yeah i i was also surprised that he kept he's you know this is another young sinatra that was interesting to me i think it's a good look if it's his last one kind of go back to the beginning yeah i don't believe it's his last one but yeah and um it's words from him himself once again, you know, same with Patino. <laughs> fair, fair enough. People say this lasts a lot, and it's not. Um, right. uh, I don't know, man. He's letting fans, like, call in and be on it or something now. I think that's kind of weird. Um, but he also yeah, said he I has. Huh? I don't know about that. He said, like, he said that. I don't know about that idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how that's going to work either. Uh, but, you know, he's he's been on record saying he has, like, 80 songs unreleased that he could just let out any time. Like, right. I don't know, man. I, he, he, he boosts himself quite a bit, man. Yeah, he does. He makes it seem like it's just really easy for him and, like, everyone else struggles. He, he's an easy guy to hate also. He is. He definitely because is. He, he raps – he raps like really well and in a cool way, but his persona isn't really like that. Yeah. Where a lot of the times he goes for like intimidating lyrics. Right. 
but he's and a he nerd. finds a way to make it sound good, but then like his personality doesn't reflect that at all. Right. Yeah. So I think it's tough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you see Fifty Cent um, using the Kaepernick thing for memes? Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> uh, apparently he he did one for Eminem. He did a <laughs> the Floyd Mayweather one was funny. Um, Kanye, uh, <laughs> you know Eminem is cool. He says believe in restoring the game even if it means destroying all the players. That sounds kind of hard. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna repeat Kanye's because I just don't want to. And then uh, for Floyd. <laughs> He just has a bunch of random letters there. <laughs> did you see Floyd's response? <laughs> no, what did he say? It's 50 Cent, and it says, when I have a herpes flare-up, my boyfriend always tells me, don't worry, get the strap. <laughs> <laughs> wow. These guys, oh, man. man. You saw the Floyd Mayweather picture, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. 50 Cent is one of the all-time greatest trolls. He is. He's, he's a funny guy, man. For his age, for him to use <laughs> for him to use social media that how, how well he does, you know. Yeah. Is is special. <laughs> he's a he's an interesting person. He's always been an interesting personality. Yeah, um I was watching million dollar listing new york and uh he had his property on there and the basement is a giant strip club with a mural of all of uh <laughs> you know of um lloyd banks and him and all the g unit is up there right and uh you know <laughs> they were taking people in there to see it and he has like a stripper swing on there and everything Poles everywhere. Oh. oh man! And it was only it was only like four million, but he ended up not selling it and donating it to charity for gonna have like a kids home there. I was like, wow, that's like the last thing I thought Fifty would do, but he did. It yeah, was pretty cool. Fifty Fifty's a smart guy, man. He doesn't get enough credit because like we talked about, he puts on this like joking kind of like attitude all the time yeah. especially on camera yeah but he makes a lot of a lot of low-key moves that are really smart right he does yeah and i i think he i think he did a good job putting the right people in his corner you know i, I think a lot of yeah. guys you know will just put their friends or just put you know guys they feel like they trust but i think 50 definitely he's also i like I like how smooth of a transition he's made, like with the times. Yeah, he definitely has. He, he doesn't, he, even though his his music obviously is nowhere near what it was. Mm -hmm. But he's still finding ways to make great moves. He's he's getting into other industries and doing crazy stuff. I mean, Power is all time great show. Yeah, he's got vodka that people like. He's got 
all this random stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Shout out to Fifty. Shout out to Floyd. Um. <laughs> hmm. uh, uh. Let's see. What else we got for music, man? Oh, that's right. Quavo. <clears throat> what? Let's, no. Like MGK said, let's talk about it. <laughs> So, no, I mean, so I'm, I'm not excited at all. No? I'm going to be honest. Not at all. Man. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I'll go into it with kind of a negative mindset or maybe a, not negative, but a, well, just a mindset. Like, I have no expectations Okay. Of, for this to be good, at least. To not to um, not even be at least good. No. Okay. I'm I'm really I'm really scared he's gonna he's gonna make the mistake of giving people too much of his sound. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of sounds like Culture Two did. Okay. With just more more of him. Right. I got you. Where I mean he's he's almost in my opinion he's close to it now. Yeah. Where I mean it seems like he's everywhere. Yeah, and and for me, and I don't know if this is like talent or if it's just not good, but it seems like every time he's on a song, it just sounds like a Migos song with like somebody else on it, even when he's featured. Not, not every time, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say every time, yeah, but it, it does time. it does happen. Yeah, and then even like I said before, when we talked about his singles, his singles just sound like Migos songs. You know, without the Migos on there. I mean, the beat is very Migos-y. The flow is Migos-y. Yeah. You know. Um, I, I'm with you. That's, that's why I'm afraid the sound is going to be played out, like, so quickly. That I'm hoping I didn't get a chance to look at how many tracks. I don't know if, it, if there's a number yet. I don't think it is. But I really would be nervous if he's putting out more than, like, ten songs. They said... They said it's a good chance it comes out tomorrow. So, um, well, you know, Friday. Uh, That'll be interesting. It will be interesting. I guess. I guess we'll get into that. I'll definitely listen to it. Yeah, I probably will. Um. All right. Uh. Since we didn't get to break down Bun B's album, I am prepared to yes. now. Yes. Uh. You. S- Yes. Last podcast yesterday, Mike gave his thoughts about the new uh, Bun B album, and it is. Uh, <laughs> and I today I spent the day listening to it, and I'm ready to give my thoughts. And I, I totally agree, man. It's a great album. I mean, it's one of the best albums of the year so far, for me. Uh, I, from the first one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight songs, I thought were absolutely fantastic, and I, I love, I love how the southern rappers, specifically UGK members, use real bass in their songs, the real bass guitar sound in their songs. I love that. Yep. It adds such a different level of uh, depth to the song. That you don't get from just the 
you know, beat machines and the kicks and the stuff. It it was, I mean, man, <laughs> the uh, featured artists, great, great choice of features, a good speed tempo to the songs. I mean, it was a good <clears throat> album, man. I was shocked at how complete, how effective it was. None of the songs were too long. None of the songs were too short. Yeah. Uh, I never felt like he was working. Like, none of the features uh, felt like it was a mismatch. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a mismatch pairing. Right. He had chemistry with everybody. Yeah, for real. He did. Yeah. And he never he never stepped outside his comfort zone. Yeah, he didn't. It was it was so simple. I, I, it's a great, great project. He found a way to make every song sound different, but yet he sounds the same on every song, which is like... Yeah. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, you want it sucks because people are gonna forget this album. Yeah, they are. Like nobody even listened. I didn't hear a single person mention this album this weekend. I didn't either, man. <laughs> I did not either. I I saw that it was coming out, but because I didn't hear any hype around it, I I didn't get hyped. I guess, but uh, I was I was hoping the features would draw more people, but. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of big name features. I'm well, I mean, Wayne, Two Chains, Run the Jewels. Big Crit's a known guy. Yeah, he's known, but you know, you gotta really like hip hop to. No, I got be drawn yeah, I mean, I don't know. Something. Bun B, yeah, this album wasn't like marketed too much either, so. Right. Nobody's gonna find out about it randomly. You want to do a song to song breakdown, or you know. At least a couple of your favorites. Ooh, a couple of my favorite. Uh, my number one's "Grow Up." Okay. Grow up. Interesting. Uh, the album was ending on a kind of a slower note. Yeah, I, that's the and, one and criticism I would have on it. I didn't like the drastic change after uh, "Hose from the Hood." It seems like after that, with the song "Slow It Down," he really slowed it down. Yeah, but the energy died down a little, just a, just a little bit, <laughs> more than just a little bit to me. But go ahead, that's fair. But <laughs> I, that to me, to me, was a little bit because I loved Grow Up so much. Right, I got you. I got you. That's the uh, truth. It, sound, it sounded good. I love, I love the hook, man. I love like the the theme of the song was really cool. Yes, and that's the true uh, UGK re reunion. I mean, without Pimp C, but uh, yeah. What else? Just that one? Uh, some of the no, no, no. I got uh, the Run the Jewel song. Myself was great. It was typical Run the Jewels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked Out of Season was pro. It's in my top three. I would say those are my three. Out of Out of Season would come in at third place. Yeah, I, I, I liked Out of Season a lot, man. That first, I like Trill over everything. Uh, recognize out of season, and I liked uh, I really liked myself as well. Yeah, I mean that trail over everything started off it was such a bang. Like yeah, <laughs> that's what man. Like the more I listen to music, the more it's it's crucial to start off right. Yeah, it is. It's so crucial because if he put. Let's let's say he puts hose from the hood, slow it down, you a bitch, and gone away. 
mm-hmm. as the first four songs, and the impact could could be totally different. Because you're reaching these top the you know the top songs with a negative mindset of songs you didn't enjoy. Right. So now you're you don't experience them the same way. Yeah, you're right. Definitely. Uh, shout out Bum B, man. Great project. Yeah, great project. Um, I listened to another album. I, I listened s- to an album also. All right, go ahead. You first. Uh, I I mentioned to you off off uh, air of what I would be listening to in the next few days, mm-hmm. and I, I got to check out one today, and that's Light of Mine by Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I I gotta say I enjoyed it. Okay. I'm I'm I don't know if I'm riding a music high. Possibly. Which could be the case. Um, but Kyle's, uh, you know, the project doesn't stand out in terms in any real way. Mm-hmm. But I thought a lot of the, most of the songs honestly were fun. They had a good energy. He had again, he had great chemistry with the people he worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, Kilani came in there, sounded really good. Khalid, uh, Alicia Cara, I believe. Cara. I think it's Cara, but yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, Two Chains came in there with a nice touch, as he usually does. Obviously, I Spy was a hit from a while ago, but yeah, man. A lot of these songs sounded really good, and this album will will be in my in my iPod for a long time. Okay, I like that. A lot of these songs, to me, a lot of the songs sounded fun to play with other people too. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm really gonna be looking out to see like what comes next from this guy. Yeah, he's in a he's in his own kind of lane. Uh, it seemed like there was there was a time where a lot of people were in that lane of like the fun, feel good kind of um, almost a poppy kind of rap. But um, I don't know what happened to that wave kind of got replaced yeah. by this stripper trap wave <laughs> um yeah man but shout out kyle definitely um the other album i listened to and i started listening to it before but i finished it today was uh mac i want to say ayers something to feel and um i really enjoyed his first album drive slow and uh, i was looking forward to this album he's kind of like a he's a slow kind of um uh jazzy kind of guy and i mean it was it was just okay to me i i enjoyed it but i think it might have been because i have been listening to a lot of hip-hop with the eminem and the bum b um it kind of took me way down. Maybe I needed a transition to go from up to down. Um, but yeah, man, if you guys are into the real smooth kind of jazzy kind of music, um, something to feel by Mac Ayers was a nice, you know, was a nice uh, change of pace. Yeah, definitely. And then um, also, I didn't get to talk last podcast about this, but I went to the North Coast festival in chicago this past weekend and um miguel division and uh jamiroquai was the headliner um uh 
Rhapsody was there. Uh, I got to see one of my favorite artists, Nambi, there. It was uh, it was fun, man. I got to hear some new music. I I didn't know. Uh, um. Yeah, man. I I realized some people are better performers than I thought. Um, Rhapsody was cool, man. Brought out Jabari Parker. Uh, Nambi did a great job. Did some of his new songs off his album, which is, which I haven't gotten to talk about, but is a, it's a pretty good album. Uh, he's, he's kind of like an alternative rock kind of guy. Uh, so if you're into that, definitely go check him out. That's N O M B E. I think I've played one of one of his songs off here off his collab album, but uh, he's different, man. Uh, yeah, man. That I guess that's it for me with new music right now. I got you. Uh, I think there was something else I wanted to get to, but when I get to that, I will return and. Did we touch on all the like the news and and music? Um. Yeah, man. Anything that's else a, going on? all that I see. Yeah. Uh. Um. Push T. Go ahead. I'm going to be listening to Bloom tomorrow. Okay. All right. Let me know what you think. I got you. Um, Pusha T claims he did not talk to Kanye about the Drake information and the Drake diss. Really? Yeah, that's what he claims. But also, Kanye claims that he should have talked to Pusha T about the diss before he let it out. So... No surprise, somebody is not being totally truthful, but, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm tired. I'm over that whole situation. <laughs> I am too, man. I, and I think Drake I, is I got over little, it. I got a little beef. Uh, my boy, <clears throat> my boy went to Cincinnati cause he used to go to school over there mm-hmm. and push, he went exclusively because Pusha T was performing. Okay. And this man canceled the concert. <laughs> well, and he went to Cincinnati. How far is Cincinnati from you guys? Oh, it's uh, about a four-hour flight, four or five-hour flight. He flew there? Uh, yeah. Wow, man. Shout out Pusha T for being gangster. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember why. I think he. I think there was a reason, but not yeah, reason enough. It was, it was a big, big letdown. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out Pusha T. Stop canceling stuff. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about the the Aretha Franklin funeral and the Ariana Grande problems? I mean, I, I'm feeling a little awkward just thinking about it. Well, for the listeners, just know that, you know, some stuff is going down with Ariana Grande and the Aretha Franklin funeral. You can go look it up yourself. We will not be reporting on it. Um, uh, <laughs> moving on, speaking of G-Unit from earlier, Young Buck, man, what are you doing? What is Young Buck doing? 
<laughs> I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? What is Young Buck doing? No, I don't know what he's doing. What's going on? <laughs> Apparently, Young Buck has a video clip that has been surfaced of uh <laughs> it's a it's a sex tape of him and a transgender woman oh i heard about this i didn't know there was actually a leaked like footage situation <laughs> yeah the video clip went viral oh man <laughs> oh young buck man what's hey, going man, on any, anything is possible you know <laughs> Had a, had a little bit of a little bit too much of the uh, effing vodka. <laughs> oh man, uh, young buck. It, it's really it's not that big of a deal to me, man. I mean, <laughs> whether whether he was fucked up and didn't know what he was doing, or if he just kind of rolls that way or something. Like I really got no issue with it. It's, I mean, to me, there's. He doesn't roll that way because he's denying it. So, uh, and, you know, explicitly denying it, like, you know, making right. a big deal about it. A bigger deal than it, most people are. Uh, so, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird, though. But anyway, shout out to Young Buck, man. Stay, you know. Put the cameras away. That thing is, you just gotta, you know, you're a celebrity. You gotta move differently, man. You know, it's a different life after that. Right. No, I'm with you. Whatever you do, you gotta make sure it's security, major security. Can't be leaking sex tapes, man. Regardless of who it's with. Like you said, if he rolls like that, that's cool, but the sex tape, you know. <laughs> We not having that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Come on, bro. Keep your business private. <laughs> like. Yeah. We didn't. Um, Bobby Valentino get caught last year in a similar situation. Perhaps. In the I same situation, that. actually. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. Oh, man. I'm surprised about Bobby Valentino. Maybe not Young Buck, but Bobby Valentino has made some anthems out there but okay moving on uh <laughs> j-rock did you hear the freestyle over hot summer no i didn't um let's see if i can pull it up real quick uh j-rock man what do you how have you felt about j-rock's year oh phenomenal year yeah the, um I'm, I'm going i told you i'm going to see him at the end of september Oh, okay, where? Uh, I believe it's Capital One Arena, formerly known as Verizon Center. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, the, the that performance will kind of seal uh, his phenomenal year for me. Okay. Uh, Alright, I, I, I think I have the clip. Is this it? It was at uh, Tim Westwood... This looks like it. 
fuck you if you don't love it. Let them run with that, yeah. Every now and then I'm blacking out. Like Edison on the first when you ain't cashing out. This redemption is worldwide. Respect the passion now. Whipping them new forms. Guess we lashing out. I drip blood of a slave. Shock a Zulu in the flesh. Jaundice in my eyes and I ain't sipping quality test. Quarter million dollars in my pocket. Now they want to test. A few dollars that I had them guales at your neck. I know some hyenas go fast like jets. Bullets to your chest so fast like catch. Cause when you booming hands out like you owe something. You was broken bummy. They didn't let you hold nothing. Got that chopper steady ready. Hold a whole hundred. That's for them haters out there trying to take my soul from me. And God don't like ugly. You can't control nothing. That's for them haters out there trying to take my soul from me. Either prayer play for your team. Red or blue. Make sure you got bleach to get rid of that residue. No chill. Dealing with rule breakers and vandals. Blowers in a bando. Fit us with the flannel. Eastside Johnny and them. A bunch of half knots. I did a lot. I ain't taking nothing back. So it's fuck. Yeah, man. Uh, that was a freestyle? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That sounded like a song. <laughs> yeah, man. It was on uh, Tim it's Westwood. Kind of real smooth on it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he has that, you know, he's good at maneuvering the beat. He can do it. He's. Yeah, he's really he's he's getting better and better from like every aspect of just how he fits on the song to the bar like what kind of bars he's throwing in there. Yeah, it's interesting watching someone progress in their talent, um, especially in music. Um. All right, so you got anything else as far as current events? No, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, so as we talked in the first hour about versatility uh as far as basketball goes so we we also wanted to do versatility as far as um music goes and hip-hop goes so um uh we're doing a top five most versatile and did you do yours ever mike i went i went current okay i have current so uh okay good um you go ahead go first you want me to go through my five yeah well, I started off with a bit of a shocker. I threw a little Uzi in there. <laughs> okay. Uh, I like I like what Lil Uzi brings. He, he kind of has one style, but at the same time, he could fit a lot of different sounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he brings a lot. He brings a lot to a hook. He could. He kind of. He's more of a hit or miss when it comes to a feature verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he finds a way to make his projects, and I mean, you have to be a fan, but he finds a way to make his projects creative enough to where it doesn't sound like just an annoying sounds the whole time. Right. Now, if you're not a fan, it sounds like annoying sounds uh, anyway to you, so I, there's nothing I could do if that's how you feel about Lil Uzi, but I think I think he got a lot to offer. Okay. So uh, next at number four, I put Weekend, probably the the top one of the top tier R and B artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think he also, from an R and B perspective, he could do a lot. He could come in, he could kind of rap. Uh, I mean, it's obvious what he could do with a hook, right? Um, and he could give you that soft, like that real soft, like dark sound. He could give you that more. More, he could hop on like an Ariana Grande track, or somebody maybe with a little more energy, like a DJ or somebody like somebody like that, mm-hmm. and sound really good. Yeah, yeah. 
he also fits a lot of rappers style he kind of him and future bounce off each other well weekend kind of does the, the balancing in that situation um the carrying if you want to call it that but yeah man we can find ways to sound good in different ways mm-hmm. uh at three i had childish gambino good pick and and with gambino i have no issue with anybody who puts him at number one honestly okay um he's he's just that good he's he's reached into different genres and been successful at them Mm-hmm. He, he's great with vocals he's great with rapping he's great with creating songs he's great with you know surprising people with a, a sound that can't even really be classified at times mm-hmm. so yeah I think he's great okay and at, at two or one I mean they've been two and one before okay and I'm just gonna m- Combine them into one entity today, and Tori and Drake. <laughs> okay, I think they have so much to offer that, like, they're some of the f- only artists where I hope to get more and more tracks for them from them because because of how many different ways they can make it a good track. Right. That's a very so, yeah, good way to put Dr- it. Drake is Drake is like the LeBron one of stuff like that, man. Uh, <laughs> he's just he fits every style, he fits every wave, and he he makes it his own. Yeah. And Tori to to a much lesser degree does a similar thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Tori, you know, he does the whole mixtape series where he kind of. Uh, plays with different different samples, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. He could sound. He could rap a lot of different ways. Yep. So yeah, that's my five. Uh, Just well, to run it, run it through. Low Uzi, Weekend, Childish Gambino, Tory Lanes, and Drake. Well, I mean, this is gonna be another easy one. Uh, we have pretty much the same five. Well, four. Um, I'll just go through my order. Uh, I mean, I'll just go through mine. Uh, fifth, I also have The Weeknd. Um, yeah, man, The Weeknd, just whatever song he's on, he's he's The Weeknd. Like, you look for every song he's on. He And like you said, he's been able to be on rap songs. And he can even be the um, the kind of rap song is getting easier for him to be on like uh he can be on a hard rap song to a sensual rap song to you know song about passion and pain and all that you know weekend is just good his voice is very easy to match with um that was fifth so fourth i have tory lanes and um Having this low because I I just don't think he has the success as my top three, but when it comes to how I feel about him versatility wise, I mean, he's one of those guys that no matter what he does on your song, it could be really exciting. Whether he does the hook, whether he sings, whether he raps, I, I I'm gonna like it. So, um, he's one of those guys. You know, he has a Spanish song. Uh, I don't, you know, what else can you say? 
second, no, what am I at? Third? Yeah. I believe. Did you hit on four? Uh, Tori was fourth. So, uh. Okay, so three. Yeah. Third, I also have. Well, yeah. Third, I also have Childish Gambino. Um, yeah, man. Oh, so there, there's one name here that's gonna be different from mine. Yeah. Yeah. I know you didn't put Lil Uzi at two. No, 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 no. Um, Childish, man. He's versatile across all platforms, man. Now acting and writing and, uh, you know, for those who just found out about him when Redbone came out, please go listen to his old, his rapping because the internet, you know, old. His career has transitioned very, in a, in a very unique way. Whoever told Childish to start singing, thank you. That's all I can say to you. You're right. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, not a bad rapper, but I I definitely have a preference, a very obvious preference when it comes to what he does. Um, number two, and this is my this is a wild card, and I know it's high. And maybe I shouldn't have them higher than Childish Gambino, but. My number two is Rihanna. And um, Rihanna, man, just has this swagger that is just good so often. Well, you know, no matter who she pairs up with, she stands out. Um, Man, I mean, now she's she's putting little rap verses on songs, whether it's loyalty or... uh, Lemon, you know, then her singing is already top notch. She's already, you know, top two in the R&B game as far as her singing goes and even pop. She just transitions, you know, go over genres. And, uh, man, she's just good, man. Rihanna, she's a queen right now, for real, to me. But she is. No disrespect. To it's been a quiet year for her. Yeah, it is quiet. I don't, she's out, you know, vacationing and stuff. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, and then number one, the boy, October's very own, uh, <laughs> Champagne Poppy. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, Champagne Poppy. <laughs> one take, Drake. Uh. <laughs> Voodoo child. Uh, <laughs> I got it. I got the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, champagne poppy. Drake, man. Drake is arguably the most versatile artist. I, you know, as versatile hip hop artist ever. Um, he can just. He, he's definitely up there. Man, he can have guys. He has an album <laughs> that's half rapping and half singing. So, what else do I need to say about that, you know? And it's top tier in both categories. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, his first number one was like a Caribbean song. Like, come on, man. I mean, yeah, he's Drake, Drake is he's it, He's in a man. class of his own, man. He is. He is. 
And I agree. If someone had childish, number one, I would get it. But it's not the same way I would look at it. I got to put Drake there, man. Drake is... Oof. That's it, man. That's that's my five. Uh, I had some honorable mentions that are, like, really sleepers. Not necessarily honorable mention. Like, I would never put them in my five. But I think they're worth mentioning. And, um... My first honorable mention is Anderson Pack, and I think really, yeah, man. I mean, I, I I don't know what people consider him because I don't I don't know what to consider him because he's his voice is good enough for him to sing, but he's a really good rapper. When he wants to sing in the rap cadence, he does it very well. He doesn't get a lot of opportunities to do it. You know, a lot of times he's just used for his voice. Cause he has that old school kind of voice, but he he's right. on rap songs and competes, you know, holds his own as you know as a rapper, and uh, I don't think he's talked about much. Um, so yeah, he's my first honorable mention, and my second one is is Big Crit, and I think Big Crit doesn't get enough recognition for his his singing on hooks, and and he these two are different. From my list, the reason they're not on the list, because they really only stay in this one genre of music, but they, uh, you know, are versatile in the genre of hip hop. And uh, yeah, man, did you have honorable mentions? Uh, no, not really. No, oh, okay. Alright. Yeah, that's all. That's all I got, man. Um. Uh. You want to go into the gym now and close it out? Yeah, I, I thought I'd throw out a little hidden hidden gem that a lot of people miss. Uh, artist named Skizzy Mars. Okay. He's been around for a while, but he hasn't really broken through uh, with like popularity. But uh, he releases EPs and projects here and there, and I, a lot of them sound really good. Okay. And this song is called Greedy. I could make that back Pitch game like Sandy Cole Facts All these lies that they tell No facts I want you to myself All mine Want you to myself All mine Want you to myself All mine I'm greedy Greedy Yeah Greedy Yeah Uh the whip 1am Down Rodeo Drive Text me nothing If you don't reply I can see right through You eyes open wide Feel a little different I wonder why. No, I had a tough year, but I really tried. Sometimes I wonder if this shit is right. You gotta wonder if there's any time. Black Saint Laurent boots and white lies. But, girl, you know you're all mine. I don't wanna be alone, don't blow my high. Yeah, the music loud in here, but you amplify. She just probably wanna fuck, cause I'm verified. On our first day, I was terrified. But now we pop like every time. You don't need that nigga's help. I want you out of my cell. 30 racks, I can make that back. Pitch game like Sandy Cole. Facts. All these lies that they tell, no facts. I want you to myself, all mine. Want you to myself, all mine. Want you to myself, all mine. I'm greedy, greedy, greedy. Told your friends we would 
you don't know how to chill. Told me you want something real, you don't know how I feel. I don't know what occurred, but it changed for real. The homies told me to chill. I just saw the appeal, and I'm possessive, obsessive, relentless. But you precious, yeah. We still young, we still learning. I buy you David Yerman whenever you hurtin'. By the time you hear this, you'll have a drink in your hand with a job to quit and a summer to plan. By the time you hear this, you'll have someone in your life. I was gone so long and it was lonely at night. Eating drinks with friends, sipping vodka sprites, surveying the club, seeing what you like. But you don't need that nigga's help. I want you all to myself. 30 racks, I can make that. Back. Pitch game like Sandy Cole, facts. All these lies that they tell, no facts. I want you to myself, all mine. Want you to myself, all mine. Want you to myself, all mine. I'm greedy, greedy, greedy. That was uh, Skizzy Mars, Greedy. I like that. It's a good, it's a good record. Yeah, man, he's a, he's a good, good like low key artist. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, um, two names we didn't mention uh, in the versatility. Uh, I thought Chris Brown might have came up in our uh, fives. Uh, I don't know about versatility. I mean, he's getting better at rapping. He's, yeah, but it's like a like a marginal improvement. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, to where I don't like I I can't see him carrying a song alone. Alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. Um, and then uh, Ty Dolla Sign is another one. Uh, you know, free t- Ty Dolla Sign is an honorable mention, definitely. Free Ty Dolla Sign. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to make his own free album now. <laughs> Uh, what well, one of his albums was called Free Something, wasn't it? Yeah, Free TC for yeah, um his man. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, that's all I got, man. You got anything else for the day? No, I think we're all set. You want to close this out? Yeah, we'll be back Sunday. Yep. Uh, we'll have a little more, a couple, couple projects to break down. I'm sure. Yep. Uh, some uh, football stuff. I mean, at that point, the NFL season will have opened. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about some of the games. Yeah, we'll be back. All right, and as usual, uh, follow the Instagram at the No Clue Podcast. Um. You know, subscribe, post notifications, whatever we'll post when we have new episodes. But, um, yeah, man. As usual, we're going to close out with a throwback, and we'll catch you guys next time. It's just a public service announcement. 
sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and <laughs> recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I be the music man's number one supplier. Fly it in a piece of paper bearing my name. Got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right, ho. Not DOC, but similar to them letters. No one could do it better. I check cheddar like a food inspector. My homie Strick told me, dude, finish your breakfast. So that's what I'ma do. Take you back to the dude with the Lexus. Fast forward the jewels and the necklace. Let me tell you dudes what I do to protect us. Shoot at you actors like movie directors. <laughs> say the movie, dogs. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. Did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. Thing ain't lie. I done came through the block and everything that's fly. I'm like Che Guevara with bling on. I'm complex. I never claim to have wings on. Nigga, I get my by any means on. Whenever there's a drought, get your umbrellas out because that's when I brainstorm. You can blame Sean, but I ain't inventing the game. I just rolled the dice trying to get some change. And I do it twice, ain't no sense in me lying as if I am a different man. And I can blame my environment, but ain't no reason why I be buying expensive change. Hope you don't think users are the only abusers, niggas getting high within the game. If you do, then how would you explain? I'm 10 years removed, still the vibe is in my veins. I got a hustler spirit, nigga, period. Check out my hat, yo, peep the way I wear it. Check out my swag, yo, I walk like a ball player. No matter where you go, you are what you are, player. And you can try to change, but that's just the top layer. Man, you was who you was before you got here. Only God can judge me, so I'm gone. Either love me or leave me alone.